0: Okay, uh, we are talking about entering into the rest of God in order to know God deeper, know God better. So this is a journey. And last week we heard in order for us to enter deeper, there's one question we have to ask ourselves. How desperate are we to know God? How desperate are we to know more about God? Unless you have that Uh, cry, have that desire, you will not continue to move in deeper into God. Uh, So uh, this morning I want to continue uh, because when we enter deeper into God, one of the benefits that we have, we enter into the rest of God, is we enter into the peace of God. So during this uh, season of time when, when we read the different scripture, about entering into the rest of God. This word peace, peace, continue to appear. And that's why, you know, it caught my attention to to understand that when we enter deeper into God's rest, the peace of God is with us. So let's pick it up from the story of these two disciples uh, going back to Jerusalem to tell the apostles that Jesus has risen. And then Jesus suddenly appeared in their midst. We want to look at the Gospel of Luke, verse 24, 36 to 43. Uh, No, uh, to, yeah, 43. Okay, 36, yes. While they were still talking about this, Jesus himself stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. Peace be with you. Verse 37. They were startled. And frightened, thinking they saw a ghost. Jesus said to them, Why are you troubled? Why do you doubt? uh, Why do doubts rise in your minds? Look at my hands and my feet. It is I myself. Touch me and see. A ghost does not have flesh and bones as you see I have. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and feet, and while they still did not believe it because of joy and amazement, he asked them, do you have anything here to eat? They gave him a piece of broiled fish, and he took it and ate it in their presence. You know, in life, there are a lot of things happen, things we never expect to happen, and, and, and they appear. And so those things rattle our heart and, and mind and causes us to worry, to be anxious. We, we are concerned about what will happen uh, to us or, or to this situation. So there is a tremendous, tremendous need for every one of us to have the peace of God in our hearts. So, you see the two uh, the, the disciples and the apostles, they never expect Jesus to be crucified, and uh, they couldn't believe that He is resurrected. They are not sure what they see, whether it is from God, or whether it is a ghost, uh, demons, and so on. So, therefore, there is a lot of trouble in their hearts. And Jesus appeared to them. And the first thing that Jesus said is, Peace be with you. Peace be with be with you. I think this is what God wants us to have because we go through a lot of things. This week uh, or the, the last couple of weeks maybe, you know, there are things that, that is happening that, that troubles me, okay? And I realize that when I come before God to pray, my mind just keeps thinking about what's happening, you know? Uh, and, and, and when I pray, I pray in tongues. I still really, really do not have the peace that I think I should have, and so I just continue to pray, continue to press on. You know, so this is how real life is. You know, if you are struggling, if you are you are seeking God and you want the peace of God, this is real, and Jesus wants you to have His peace with you. So we have to understand that peace is a gift of God. Peace is a peace of uh, is a gift of God. Jesus appeared to them and said, "Peace." May peace be upon you. Jesus is releasing peace into their life. So this morning, it doesn't matter what we go through, you know, whether we understand what is going on and we don't understand what is going on, God's desire is that we have His peace in our hearts. So that's why Jesus is releasing the peace uh, uh, into their life. And John 14 Verse 27 says this. It says, Peace I live with you. My peace I give you. Do not, I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. You see, somehow when we enter deeper into God, then we experience the peace of God in our life. But if we are not entering deeper into God, we are just functioning in our relationship with Jesus on a superficial level. We can easily be affected by what's happening. Okay? Uh, And and Jesus said, I live with you my peace. I live with you my peace. Not as the word gives." So peace is a gift of God, is what God wants to give you. But it's not like what the world gives. You know, how does the world give us peace? When there's no more strife, there's no more problem, you know, everything is settled, then you have peace. That's how the world gives. When things are going fine, we have peace. When things are not going fine, we are troubled. We do not have peace. That's, that's how the world functions. But Jesus is saying, hey, the peace that I give to you is different. It's not functioning the way of the world. In the midst of trouble, in the midst of problems, I still can give you peace. You know? So, peace is a gift from God. So, when Jesus appeared, he always lived peace with us. Right? He created the atmosphere of peace when he appears and when he's able to, to, to work in our life. You know, look at Zacchaeus. He was so troubled in his heart about how people treat, uh, 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 dealt with him. People don't like him. People reject him. You know, he has so much inner turmoil, emotional turmoil. Look at the Samaritan woman. You know, she was living out of desperate needs and in sin. When they met Jesus, peace came into their life right? They no longer worry about uh, the things that they were concerned about. The Samaritan woman go to the whole city, whole town to tell people about Jesus. Zacchaeus, he entered into his destiny, his life. You know, he, he became a, a generous man, right? So, so because of peace in their heart as a result of encountering Jesus in a deeper way. And then the Lord Jesus, when he sent out the disciples two by two, go into the village, go into every home. And he tell them, you carry, because you're under commission, you carry my peace with you. So when you go and into the home, you release the peace of God into that home. You greet them. And when they deserve of the peace, then that peace will stay. But if they do not deserve that peace, when you go, you take the peace away with you. So can you see, this is how Jesus operates. Wherever He goes, whenever we represent Him, He leaves behind peace. Peace. Uh, so Jesus is a Prince of Peace. This is uh, what, what He wants us to do. I just read it to you. This is found in Matthew uh, 10, verse 12 and 13. He uh, says, As you enter the home, give it your greeting, If the home is deserving, let your peace rest on it. If it's not, let your peace return to you. So that means we can lose the peace of God. You see, Jesus wants to give them peace. But they can lose that peace by their attitude, by their perception, by their mindset, by how they treat, treat people. So we can lose the peace that God wants to give to us. And then it's just like Jesus appeared before the apostles and the the disciples. Jesus said, peace be with you. Did they receive that peace? No. You look at the next verse. Let's go back to that passage that we, we read just now. So you see, Jesus was blessing them, releasing peace into them, but they cannot experience it. They cannot receive it. Their hearts were troubled because they think that they saw a ghost. They saw demon spirit. That's what happened to us. Sometimes God is working in our life. Jesus appeared to us through the circumstances, through people, but we thought Satan is working. We thought demons working. So we have no peace. We lose the peace that God intended for us to have in those situations. Okay, we're going to come back to to the next verse, later on. Yeah. So how do we keep and maintain the peace that God wants to give to us? How do we receive? Jesus said to them, verse 40, uh, 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 verse 38, verse 38, He said to them, Why are you troubled? Why do doubts rise in your minds? Why are you troubled? That means we are responsible whether we have peace or we miss the peace of God in our life. Okay, So we are responsible the, with the condition of our heart. Whether we are peaceful or whether we are not peaceful, whether we are so troubled about things. right? Jesus said, why? You ask yourself, why? Why? Why am I not peaceful? Why am I so troubled about this? What's the reason? Why do you allow doubts to come into your mind? Our mind is a battlefield. If you think right, if you see right correctly, you will have peace. If you do not see correctly, you're thinking the wrong thing, misunderstood the thing, you will not have peace. You will lose that peace. So, our mind is a real battlefield. How you see things, how you uh, uh, rationale determines whether you have uh, the peace of God uh, within you. So we are responsible what thoughts we think. Some people, uh, okay, I'll say, say that later on. So peace has substance. Peace is not just a word. It has substance. It can bring about a change of atmosphere you know, when there is peace around. Okay? So it has substance. So we carry with ourselves, if we carry peace, we bring peace to an environment because peace is substance. It affects the environment. It affects the people. It affects the, the behavior. But if we do not carry peace, can you imagine when we don't have peace and we talk the way we talk, we begin to spread another kind of atmosphere into our environment. A negative atmosphere appears in our environment. Peace got substance. And, and we need to know, every one of us, we carry the peace of God. Because we are the disciples of Jesus. We are commissioned into this world. Just like Jesus sending out the two disciples, two by two. So we are commissioned to go into the world and we are to bring peace into the atmosphere, into the environment, into the home that we visit. So we are talking about a peace that is deep, that is inner peace, that is not conditioned by external circumstances. Okay, we, we need to protect, we are responsible to, to keep the peace, so we keep the peace in our hearts, we do not allow others, to, negative people to influence us. We, we protect our mind with our thoughts, with the way we think and so on. So we do not allow doubts and, and negative thoughts to come in. That's how we keep the peace of God. That's how the disciples miss it because they, they do not uh, uh, protect their minds. They allow doubts to come in. So it tells us something. Jesus said, why do you allow doubts to come into your mind? It means doubts is there. Right? You, you say, oh, I cannot help it. Yeah, you cannot help those thoughts coming up. But you have to be responsible whether you continue to dwell on it, whether you allow it to permeate your mind and your thought pattern. You've got to be responsible. So doubts will be there. It just surface. But you've got to protect your mind so that you maintain that peace. So how do we protect our minds so that they won't come in? You say, you know, I cannot control. It just, just keeps coming. Okay, we, we control our mind by displacing those thoughts with the truth, with the Word of God, with what is right. Okay, you cannot attack the doubts and those negative thoughts by itself. That's not how you fight. You displace it. You know, when these thoughts tell you, you know, oh, you don't go this way. But you've got to displace it by bringing in faith, bringing in the Word of God, and say, it's okay, because God is with me, because, you know. So you begin to displace that negative thoughts or that doubts in your, in, in your heart. Okay? Uh, you cannot just crunch it and distinguish it just like that. No. you got to displace it and fill your mind with the good things that God is saying and God is doing. Okay, So you replace with the good thoughts about God. Right? The positive thing about God. I just give an example. Uh, Last Sunday, I think uh, uh, Brian's uh, uh, Celic's daughter. Now we were over the the canteen table. And she was upset. Because why? Uh, the order, you know, you fill in your order, the order slip. So I don't know what happened because I just joined later. So I think somebody scribbled on her order list. So that troubles her because this is not what she has ordered. So tears start, you know. So the the grandfather... Just keep trying to talk to her, you know, it's okay, the order is the same, you know, it's already uh, being done and so on. But she still cannot get out of that thought, okay? A little while later, she'll come back and get, you know, and talk about the same thing, you know, kids, right? They keep talking about the same thing, tears will come down, and it will happen again, again. So, no matter how the grandfather tried to tell her, it's okay. Didn't work, you know. Then I thought, okay, what do we do? Distract her. Tell us, talk about, talk to her about something else. So I say, hey, you know, uh, because TASCA graduation just completed, so she's told the story about uh, the Aladdin. I say, you know, hey, did that that story. What did you tell uh, about Aladdin? And then immediately she forgot about that thing. She started talking about Aladdin, the genie, and so on and so on. And very soon she forgot about about this whole thing. And she's okay. She's happy, you see. That's exactly what we need to do. Some of us, would keep dwell on the negative thing, negative thing. There's no way out. It gets worse, it gets worse. But you just need to keep thinking about the positive side. A different thing. And then those thoughts will be gone. Okay, so this is uh, the, the, the way that we... Protect our heart and protect the peace that is in us. Okay, I think I got to stop here because we want to partake the communion uh, this morning. Right, let's, let's pray.